Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The Money Line with Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside. Hour number two, your boy DRS here. Series 6 from Channel 159 right here on the Sports Grid Network. It's Money Line and now... We find out where JP is going here tonight. Who's it going to be player points prop tonight? Phoenix Suns, Denver Nuggets. Which team is it going to be? High-level player, side-piece player, unthoughtable player, if that's even a word that I just made up there, Jock Londale, unthoughtable for that guy. Six and a half at a plus 110 price here. But I'm not going to go that route. I'm going to go. It can't be. It can't be. So i, I got to go to the over here. So if I'm going to the over... Aaron Gordon over 14 and a half points, JP. Where are you going? Uh, this is going to be a square pick, but Jokic is on fire. Let's go with him <laughs> over our points. Over 30 and a half for the Joker tonight, and rightfully so. You know, dropping 53 points. Also, maybe some extra motivation. Upset with the owner for the Phoenix Suns there. He's not getting suspended in this game, so he's going to show him that maybe you should have called the league office to suspend me because I'm about to go nuts tonight in this ball game. Should be a fun one, and we are going to handicap and break that game down in the next segment. But whenever news comes across my desk, you know I like to get my claws into it. Because if there's one player so far that I've been getting after in Major League Baseball to start this season, it's Max Scherzer. Now, if you're on Twitter, got any updates for the games today, but it says Max Scherzer uncertain to start on Tuesday. David Peterson reportedly with the team now in Cincinnati. And also, as the Mets officially announced Gary Sanchez is signing to a minor league deal, the former New York Yankee. But hear me out on this. Is this a surprise? Come on, people. You saw it coming, right? Didn't you? Didn't you see it with Max Scherzer? Older pitcher, running out of gas the final couple seasons at the end of the season. Monster contract here with the Mets. Starts the season, not pitching as well. He needs that little bit of help, right? Whether he says it's rosin or whatever it is where he doctored the heck out of his hands and also his glove and got thrown out of a baseball game and suspended for 10 games for that doctoring. So the next game he comes back 10 days later. Lit up again like a Christmas tree. Because he obviously couldn't doctor that baseball the way he wants to do it here. Now, he's been going through it, right? Take a look at the psychology of a dominant sports athlete. He doesn't want to risk losing any bit of his edge, even though he's getting up there in age. Now, all eyes are on the doctoring of a baseball for one Max Scherzer. He's in between starts. And is it any surprise that today... You see him with an unspecified injury. So immediately I go to Twitter. And I see who sends out a couple of these tweets here. It was underdog fantasy. So I hit the quote tweet here. Max didn't get that latest shipment of spider tack. Is that what we're dealing with now with Max Scherzer? He's so unsure of himself, he can't take the mound. And maybe you're doing that little, okay, how many times do you see it when it doesn't even matter. It doesn't have to be a superstar pitcher. It could be any pitcher in Major League Baseball. Struggling, they don't really have an injury. Oh, he's going to go on the IL for a quick stint here. A little little uh, 
inflammation in the shoulder area, clavicle bothering him here. UCL nerve needs to calm down a little bit. Let's give let's put him on the let's put him on the bench here for a couple days before he starts throwing again. Or is it Max going like I have to figure something out that whatever I was using before I can't use again, and maybe I can't pitch without it. I got to find something else. Now is it that deep? Probably not. But you know me, I'm going to push that envelope right here because I'm always the cynic. I don't believe anything that I see. An older pitcher struggling here, found doctoring a baseball, now struggling with an injury because he can't doctor said baseball anymore, and he doesn't know what to do right now, and he puts his team at risk if he goes out on the mound, and also his psychology. Mm. Tough scene out there for Max, which also adds, too, because Max Scherzer hasn't been pitching all that well and lining up that game today, which we're going to get into in just a little bit, the Mets and the Reds, we should get some runs in that game. And Max Scherzer basically was a catalyst for getting half of those runs. Him and his 6.07 XFIP number for the season and weighted on base average the righties to a 4.11 ISO power number, 366. We wanted him out there. You said, oh, man, Max Scherzer scratched. Let me try to take a look You know who the Mets are going to throw. Maybe whoever the Mets throw is absolutely better right now than Max Scherzer. But by the way, Luke Weaver pitching for the Reds, an abomination so far in 2023. Now you can see how excited I'm getting now talking Major League Baseball. But we're not going to do that just yet. Because in this next segment coming up, we got a big game. Not only in the NBA's eyes with the Phoenix Suns and the Denver Nuggets, tied 2-2 in their best-of-seven series, pivotal game five, where the Nuggets do... I shouldn't say do. They are a favorite. And it's growing. What is going on? The Denver Nuggets opened up at minus four. It was five and a half most of the day. I see sixes at FanDuel. Sixes at DraftKings. Six and a halfs at Fox Bet and MGM. Is it a foregone conclusion tonight that the Nuggets are winning this basketball game? Totals 227 and a half. Is Jokic too much here? One of the best NBA teams, if not the best in the league this year, is coming home to try to take that series lead 3-2 to two and put a stranglehold on Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, and the Phoenix Suns. I don't want it to happen. I hope it doesn't happen. But boy, oh boy, that line is running in the wrong direction right now. Money line, hour number two, we're underway. You need to come back with us. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Want to make smart trading decisions fast? Decision Tech from Fidelity can help. You'll get heads-up alerts on market events and insights that can inform your buy and sell decisions. Plus, you can trade fractional shares with zero commissions for online U.S. stocks and ETFs. Never miss an opportunity. That's Decision Tech from Fidelity. Get started at fidelity.com slash trading. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from $0.01 cent to $0.03 cents per $1,000 of principal. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Everything's changing so fast these days, and that's a great thing. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load on our desktop computer. But now, there's the Xfinity 10G network. That means the fastest internet, with faster speeds rolling out every day, and internet that can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. So, while one person streams a movie from their room, another can play video games in the basement, while another TikToks in the kitchen. It's the next-generation 10G network, only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Back at it here, hour number two in full swing. Let's talk some NBA action. Let's have some fun, and let's get after it. All right. Breaking this game down. We just went over it. The lines are moving here, people. And it's not good. 
for my ticket, to be honest with you. For the Phoenix Suns to win the NBA championship, 5-1. to one. It's not good right now. Why? Line opened up at 4. It gives you that pause. Like, oh, look at that. Maybe it's just home court advantage. Phoenix Suns have played really well the past two games and have won. But now they got to go to Denver, which they got beat in games 1 and game 2. And but they should have won game two. The Phoenix Suns should have won. You guys watch that game. Ten points they lost by. Barely could score in the fourth quarter. Up eight points with Chris Paul. Man, doesn't work out. But they do win the next two games. Now, also, we still are on Chris Paul watch, to be honest. It was supposed to be missing game three, game four, and game five. Reevaluated after that. Let's see what happens for the Suns if they can get Chris Paul back. Or do they even need Chris Paul? The two games Chris Paul played, they lost. The two games Chris Paul missed, they won. Devin Booker has been awesome. Usage right through the roof with shooting and also distributing. Maybe that's what they needed here. DeAndre Ayton has been MIA, and they still won those past two games. So basically you don't have DeAndre Ayton or Chris Paul, and you still won those games because of how important home court advantage can be. Now it goes back to Denver, and I told you, six and a halfs are now out here on the open market. When these lines were five and a half for most of the day and open at the FanDuel Sportsbook, shortly after game four, to go to minus four. The 229 was actually a total that they opened at in this basketball game, now down to 227.5 at FanDuel, and that's really the prevailing line across the board. I think the Phoenix Suns can give them a run for their money, but it's still so hard because coming into the playoffs, you guys know the way I liked the Suns and why I bet them. It's because they had a big four. Deandre Ayton has been terrible in the playoffs. Chris Paul isn't even playing right now. You're looking at your two superstars, which we joked about, you know, specifically on the early line this morning, and even talked about it briefly here when finding out where JP was going. The points prop numbers here for the Phoenix Suns, 32.5 and 31.5 for their two superstars because they don't get all that much out of anybody else. Landry Schmidt, that's going to be a guy we're leaning on tonight? Come on, Landry, what do you got? See what he has. That's what, we're, that's what we're banking on here for the Phoenix Suns. It seems like it here. It does. Nikola Jokic at that 30-and-a-half price. But the reason I bring up those two is they have to go off. But also the minutes that those two superstars are playing here, now translating back over into elevation. You saw them collapse in the fourth quarter in Game 2. You did. Right in front of your eyes. They should have won that game. I thought they were going to win that game. Because they were five, six, seven points. It felt like 20 points at the pace that that game was being played at. Look at Kevin Durant in the playoffs here. These are the minutes per game. 44, 44, 41, 44, 44, 36, 44, 43, 43. A lot of shots going up, too. And also efficiency. That last game was 11 of 19. You'll take that. Game previously before that was 12 of 31. You want to talk about taking a lot of shots here. And also look at the rebound totals for the big guy. The Slim Reaper out here. In this series alone through those four games. 14, 8, 9, and 11. Maybe that's the route to take it. Points and rebounds here with Kevin Durant. But the point of this exercise was to show you how much Kevin Durant is playing. An older player with an injury history. Similar to what we look at Chris Paul. Devin Booker. Let's see how many minutes he's been playing in the playoffs here. You ready for this, folks? 43, 44, 44, 41, 41, 40, 44, 41, and 40. Man, that's a lot of minutes. Now, most superstar players are playing well into the 30s, but that still saves that wear and tear of about five or so minutes at least per game. Look at the points totals for Devin Booker, by the way, too. He just came off a game and scored 36 points, but also had 12 assists. He was 14 of 18 from the floor. You want to talk about turning up the gas for Devin Booker with Chris Paul being out. Did you see his game three? 20 of 25 from the floor, which includes 5 of 8 from three-point range. 47 points in that one. He scored 47 points twice in the playoffs and also threw in a 45 game as well. He's been outrageous and usually ultra-efficiency on top of it. He actually went 0 of 1 from three-point range 
in the first game on the road against Denver. Outside of that, take a look at some of these games. Four of seven, three of seven, three of six, four of seven, four of eight, five of eight, three of four. That means he's not forcing the three-point shot. He's letting it come to him here. So if we look at this game honestly, because to be quite, I'm, I'm really in cheerleading mode tonight, right, on the Phoenix Suns and the Philadelphia 76ers. I just told you in a same-game parlay in that Sixers-Celtics series that I don't think that the Sixers can win tonight. I took the Celtics on the money line in that parlay because I do think the Celtics are going to win that basketball game. I'm rooting for the Sixers, yes. I feel a little bit better about the Phoenix Suns beating the Denver Nuggets than I do the Philadelphia 76ers beating the Celtics. Now, granted, point spread, yes, a little bit higher in the Sixers-Celtics game tonight. But the Phoenix Suns, I just like the way they played in the last two games. Sort of getting that feel without Chris Paul and winning basketball games and feeling confident. Landry Shamit, what's he going to do tonight? Jock Londale, what's he going to do? Terrence Ross, what's he doing tonight? Are we getting anything out of those players? Is it a full go starting lineup for both of these teams tonight that are going to play the majority of the minutes? Absolutely. That's what happens in the playoffs here. But I just need to see the gas tank levels come fourth quarter tonight in Denver for the Phoenix Suns. That's what I need to see. Let's take a look at some other bets here on the board tonight because you're going to get them all the way up. Like Devin Booker, Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, either one of them, right, to score 35 or more points. Plus 145 and plus 150 to score 35 on the road. How crazy is that? That's how good these basketball players are. That's how many minutes they're going to log tonight. And nobody else to score points, it feels like, for the Phoenix Suns. You know what would be shocking tonight? You know what would be? DeAndre Ayton dropping 20 points tonight. That would be shocking to me. 20-plus out of him. Three-point field goals made tonight to make three of them. We're expecting a big performance out of Devin Booker. He's actually at a minus-135 price to make three or more threes tonight. How about that? To make four three-point shots, Devin Booker plus 210. We're expecting a big night. Efficiency is what he does, right? He doesn't roll like Steph Curry. He's like, hey, I don't care what happens. I'm shooting 15 of these. I might make nine. I might make four, but I'm going to shoot 15. It feels like he's in that wheelhouse, and when he gets comfortable, he just lets it rip. To make five three-point shots tonight, Jamal Murray, who was garbage. In that game three, excuse me, game two game. Ten points total. Three of 15 from the floor, which included 0 of 9 from three-point range. Take a look at this, too. The two game previous before that 0 of 9, he was 5 of 9 from three-point range, followed by a 6 of 10 in game one against Phoenix at home. Then followed it up with an 0 for 9 from three-point range, a 1 for 6, and a 1 for 3. It's almost like you could see before his eyes, like, hey, you know what, the three-point shot's not working. I'm going to see less and less and less in those. But those last two games that the Phoenix Suns won, Look at the points output for Jamal Murray. 32 and 28. Does he rebound tonight? I don't know if I would press the lever down for Jamal Murray to make three-point shots tonight, to be honest. But to score 25 points? Minus 150. We're expecting a massive night out of Jamal Murray here. How about Jamal Murray to drop 30? Plus 185. That means we're expecting it to happen. He's supposed to play 40 minutes. Look at the field goal attempts for Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray in just this series. 24, the low of 15, then fires away with 29 and 25. He's going to shoot. But will he score tonight? Of course. That's the big question. Rooting on the Phoenix Suns tonight. We need money in the DRS household. That's why we're going that route there. Major League Baseball is on deck. Let's start the handicapping right now. We'll be back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. That's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risks, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC.
Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. For some baseball, I am big card tonight too. A lot of games we went over this morning, both myself and Joe Ranieri on the early line. But we're going to get into some handicap and have some fun. It is Dinger Tuesday, so good luck to you if you are picking some home run props there to cash in on. But let's start here. If we're taking a look at pitchers on the mound today, I rated 27 of them. I had 27 rated pitchers here, and the thing I love to look at most is how are these pitchers doing before we even get into the diagnosis of the game, which means lineups on both sides, how they match up against each pitcher, does this pitcher do well on the road, does he not do well on the road, and how deep of a context do you need? Because some of these games that you could just look at and look at some simple numbers and say, yeah, this one's not for me tonight. I'm not going to be fading these pitchers. Now, I do have a couple games that I do think make some sense here by taking a side, you know, maybe parlaying two teams together that are favorites to get that plus money rolling makes some sense. But if we're looking from an aspect of RBI props and also team total props, we have to look at the pitchers that we're going to be fading and the pitchers that we're going to be trying to avoid. Now, you guys know me. I talk about XFIP minus a lot. I love XFIP numbers. I love Sierra numbers. I love all that good stuff. But when I'm just starting to single out pitchers to start a day of who I'm fading, and who I'm not going to want to go up against, here's how we do it. The XFIP numbers today, and again, just a brief synopsis of what XFIP is. Fielding independent pitching. The X in front of it just means you're trying to take a look at what that pitcher's underlying value is, which means how many strikeouts does he get? How many players does he put on base by walk? Does he hit batters here? And also, the difference between FIP and XFIP is, FIP is going to tell you, okay, how many balls actually left the yards with home runs, But the more predictive analysis there with XFIP over FIP is how many fly balls does the pitcher give up? Because why? The more fly balls you give up, the more chances you could give up a home run, which usually leads to some disaster innings and you giving up a lot more runs here, right? That's how we focus on. And also, the minus on the XFIP is league-adjusted and also ballpark-adjusted as well, which means you pitch in Colorado, we know you're going to give up more runs. You're going to get a little bit of a bump for pitching there and a little bit of help as opposed to somebody pitching out at Dodger Stadium. So getting it out of the way, the pitchers that we have ranked today, you know who's number one? This is a minimum of 10 innings in 2023. So, I mean, some of these guys haven't pitched a ton of baseball just yet because we're only, what, five to six weeks into the season. Louis Varland is number one. You by who? Louis Varland. Is that a make-up name? Like, no, he pitches for the Minnesota Twins. But his XFIP minus number is a 60. And here's what drives you wild. His ERA is close to a 6. And I'm telling you right now, based on 10 innings or more from any pitcher in Major League Baseball starting tonight, he's the best guy on the mound. You'd say, get out of here. It doesn't make any sense. Now, also, in a game where I do think the Tampa Bay Rays will win today, we'll break down that game in full against the Baltimore Orioles, take a look at Zach Eflin. Zach Eflin's XFIP minus minus number is a 65. That is tremendous. He's number two on the card today. And also, you can go ahead with some of those old school numbers in ERA. He's at a 2.25. His fifth number, 2.95. Sensational. His XFIP, a 2.81 and a Sierra number, which is skill interactive ERA, which throws in some defense along with it at 2.84. Absolutely sensational. By the way, That 2.84 is the best on the card today. That's why if you're looking to say, hey, Baltimore's at home. They should be able to bounce back. They didn't score yesterday against McClanahan. They should have an easier time against Zach Eflin. That's not the case today, or at least it shouldn't be the case on what some of these predicted numbers that we're taking a look at. Shohei Otani's got an 80. Now, granted, you probably think Shohei Otani's probably got a 20 number out there, right? If it's based on 100 as the league average, he's still pitching well. And that game tonight, I do think it's going to go to the under. We'll take a look at that just in a little bit. The pitchers that are average on the card today, Jesus Lazardo, 
And by the way, this one popped up here. You want to try to fade Luke Weaver, right, for the Cincinnati Reds? He's been awful this year. 7.88 ERA. Ridiculously bad. Fifth number, 6.35. Terrible. But take a look at his XFIP minus number. Again, 100 is the league average. Anything above that, not really doing your job. Anything below that, you're doing a very good job. He's at a 102, which isn't bad. Like, that's right about average, which is kind of interesting when you take a look at his ERA and how much he gets lumped up. Batting average against Luke Weaver this season? A 318. It's almost impossible. By far the highest on the card today. But yet again, his XFIP minus predictive number there is coming in at a 102, which isn't too bad. Aaron Nola, the Philadelphia Phillies, he's at a 103. He hasn't had a great season here. He's above average, which isn't good to be in. But let's focus on the guys that we're probably going to fade. Because when I look for pitchers to fade, sometimes it's about that hunch. And yes, the XFIP doesn't always tell you the exact truth. Otherwise, nobody would take baseball bets anymore just based on some of these analytical numbers. They do have ebbs and flows. They do have ups and downs. But what I'm really trying to look is somewhere in that 120 level, which means they're 20% above the league average, which means, you know what? They're probably going to get damaged at the plate. Three guys today that factor in. Alec Manoa of the Toronto Blue Jays. He's got an ERA of 4.71. He's got an XFIP of 5.49 and a horrendous Sierra number of 5.40. He also has a 127 XFIP minus number. Brutal. We expect a lot more out of Alec Manoa. He's going to be in a smaller ballpark in Philadelphia, and his numbers aren't looking too good. Now, here's the next one, and this might be the shame of it all. At the top of the hour, where did we go? We were ripping Max Scherzer. Max can't pitch without spider tack. There's no injury there for Max. He's just embarrassed, and maybe the jig is up for him, right? Well, take a look at his numbers. They tell the truth. An XFIP minus, second worst on the card today at a 128. An ERA above 5, a Sierra above 5, a FIP number of 6.35. Second worst on the card today. Or should I say third worst on the card today. That's incredible. Now, how about this one? Worst pitcher on the card today? And this is also going to factor in to a side that I like. It's Jordan Lyles of the Kansas City Royals. A 139 XFIP minus, the worst on the card by over 10%, and also an ERA that equates at 6.69. An XFIP of 6 and a Sierra. Horrendous. 5.58. So file that away. That's how I start my day with handicapping. I want to take a look at the overall pitchers before even siding up against anybody they're playing or any lineups. That's where I get that feel. Like Michael Waka also at a 118 XFIP number. Terrible ERA, terrible XFIP number, and a high Sierra. But again, coming in at that 118 number. Andrew Heaney coming in at a 116. Connor Siebold for Colorado is going to go up against the Pittsburgh Pirates today. He's struggling. There's a lot of pitches out there, and also Charlie Morton today. Keep this one in mind at a 107 XFIP number. Now, you know what? Why don't we start with that one? Because this morning when I woke up, I said to myself, all right, we're just going to do a quick you know, drive-by on a lot of these games to see if there's something that certainly grabs our attention here. And it has. So let's take a look at this game based on the 2023 season with Boston and Atlanta. And we're going to start with Charlie Morton. XFIP on the season, 4.90. This includes, again, both lefties and righties, just the totality of the season. Doesn't strike out a ton of guys, only around 20%, but he does have a good ground ball rate, which saves him at around 50%. Charlie Morton is sensational going up against right-handed batters. 84 that he's faced this year. A weighted on base average of 261. Once again, if you're new to the program, you want that weighted on base average as a pitcher to be around 325 or less. That's doing your job. As you could tell, he's 261. That's sensational. He's got an ISO power number against him of 039 to right handed batters. Once again, if you're new to the program, 170 or less is where you want to be as a pitcher. That's sensational. Now, it's completely different for Charlie Morton when he's going up against left handed batters. Take a look at this in 2023. 
70 batters he's faced from the left side, a 378 weighted on base average, which is elevated, an ISO power number of 224, also elevated. Where does that play tonight? Take a look at that lineup anticipated today for the Boston Red Sox. Now, I didn't update it yet. I might be able to do that over the break, but I don't know. I'm just trying to scroll down on one of my timelines here. If we have the official lineup out just yet here, we do have the Braves lineup out, which usually means an indicator that there's a possibility that we might have it out for the Red Sox. I don't see it yet. But let's just go with the estimated starting lineup that I have here. Verdugo lefty, Yoshida lefty, Devers lefty, Duran lefty, Cassis lefty, Valdez lefty, McGuire lefty. That's seven left-handed batters going up against Charlie Morton. And Charlie Morton certainly hasn't handled that pressure all that much from the left-hand side. So let's take it even up a step further here with Charlie Morton. Because you really want to analyze and say, well, he dominates right-handed bats. He's only going to face two. He's only going to face two. So you've got to take that out. Let's go look at the splits for Charlie Morton this year. Take a look at this. To left-handed batters on the season, he's faced, you know, 70 of those. A 384 weighted on base average to righties, it's a 267. Just based on look on another website here to try to take a look. Now, let's even get even deeper into those splits. At home, he's actually been very good. Through 12 innings pitched and 51 total batters, a 298 weighted on base percentage. I go, ooh, maybe you want to stay away there because he's a little bit higher on the road. But take a look at this. Through limited at-bats, 51 at-bats he's faced at home in Atlanta. 17 of those have been from the left-hand side. Do you know what his weighted on base average against those 17 batters is? 521 to lefties in Atlanta. How about to righties? A 183. So you see that correlation that we were talking about there, where you're just looking at the totality from the season? Dominant against right-handers, getting crushed against lefties. That's a 521. And even if you look at on the road to lefties, that's a 340. But in Atlanta, through 17 batters, he's actually given up two home runs out of those 17 batters and only four strikeouts. That's the type of stuff we're looking for to try to get inside the numbers. Morton's a solid pitcher, but boy, oh boy, lefties can get him, and the Red Sox can stack it. Let's go over more baseball. Stick with us right here on Moneyline. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The path to retirement is different for everyone. And as life changes, so do priorities. Fidelity can help you get where you want to go. With a free personalized plan, goal tracking, and timely insights, you'll be set to take on retirement, whether you're saving for it or already living in it. Get started at fidelity.com slash take on. Expenses charged by your investments and other costs and fees associated with trading or transacting in your account apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services member NYSE SIPC. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. All right, right back at it. Had some fun there breaking down that Atlanta Braves-Boston Red Sox game and what we like. It is a limited sample size, but it sort of makes some sense here to try to lean towards the Boston Red Sox, at least from their plate appearances here, going up against Charlie Morton with how many left-handed batters they should be able to place into the lineup as we're still waiting on official word what that final lineup is actually going to look at. Another game I want to take a look at tonight, Tampa Bay Rays and the Baltimore Orioles. That's 6.35 p.m. start. And anytime you just look at the statistics here from the Tampa Bay Rays, it really blows you away. When you're taking a look at plus batters, let's just take a look at the ISO power numbers, which means how much damage a player is doing at the plate on a game-by-game basis, or should I say, on an at-bat basis. ISO power numbers, again, I look for 170 or higher. Take a look at this. 
going up against right-handed pitching, pitching this season for the first six weeks of the season for the Rays. Diaz, 283. Franco, 234. Rosarena, 181. Lau, 265. Ramirez, 265. Paredes, 175. Lowe, 304. Bethancourt, 313. And Rally, 377. That's ridiculous. It doesn't even make sense. And this is a team that's notorious for not really running it up the flagpole on offense, but they've been doing that better than anybody in Major League Baseball to start the season. Now, we try to take a look at Rodriguez, the right-handed pitcher here on the mound for the Baltimore Orioles. He actually has a decent XFIP here of 3.55 and a great K rate of close to 30%. Does walk a little bit too many batters, but these are where the analytical numbers, as I like to say, collide because as you see that XFIP, which is good, anything below four is what you're really looking for. And obviously you're going to see some of these pitchers that are really dominant in the twos, which is crazy. But he's got a good XFIP, a good K rate here. But his splits don't match up with those. 3.38 to lefties is a weighted on base average. To righties, it's a 352. Both ISO power numbers for Rodriguez, depending on lefty or righty, they're both elevated. To lefties, a 204, and the righties, a 190. Not disastrous, but both aren't where you really want to see it. So yesterday, you only had three runs across the plate here for Tampa Bay. Maybe you get more today, but something has to give. Because that XFIP here is very good, but the weighted on base percentage is, is not. And when you look at Tampa Bay, there are no weak spots here in that lineup for right-handed, excuse me, for right-handed pitching, at least in 2023. Flip it over to the other side. I talked to you about Eflin. Outrageous XFIP number. Fantastic weighted on base percentage to both lefties and righties. So even though that number now is up to minus 142 for the Tampa Bay Rays, I think it does make some sense. I really do. Like Zach Eflin is really pitching well. The lineup is decent for Baltimore, and Baltimore this year is a very good home team. But I just look at Tampa Bay on the next level. If I'm going to get that lineup and also pitching out of what Zach Eflin has been doing this season, sometimes you got to take a look at it. You really do. Let's take a look at Colorado and Pittsburgh tonight. First pitch at 635. I think you might have some added advantages in this game if you're looking to get after Connor Seabolt. 5.44 5.44 XFIP number. K rate is extremely low at only 16%. But also, take a look at his splits, guys. 42 to lefties, 43 to righties. That's the amount of batters he's faced, right? Left-hand side, a 414. Weighted on base percentage, right-handers, a 345. ISO power number, 237 to lefties, 225 to righties. Now, sometimes you could take a look at that and you say to yourself, well, How is he really doing at this point? Because you can include things from pitching in Coors Field, which aren't very good. So let me just type in Seabold's numbers here to see what we can come up with. Because I want to see if there is any underlying value of where he's been from Colorado to, let's just say, pitching in Pittsburgh, which isn't a great hitter's ballpark, not a bad one. But there are some built-in advantages of just being away from Colorado, right? Take a look at the season. To left-handed batters, which he's faced 42 of those, those weighted on base average are extremely high. Checking in on fan graphs here. List him at 427. Now, how about this? Because here's the interesting part that comes into it. Home, which means for Seabold, that's in Colorado. He's faced 61 batters at home, a 366 weighted on base average, which is bad, and a 310 batting average. But then against Colorado, you want to try to say to yourself, okay, Give him a little bit of leeway. But take a look at his road splits. Now, granted, he doesn't have a lot of road starts here. He's only faced 24 batters on the road, but look at the weighted on base percentage now, a 442. The reason why I'm bringing this up is here is he's been hit at home and away, but sometimes it's ultra-deceiving in Colorado where you can give up six to seven runs, then go on the road and give up two or three runs. There should be a big split there, but it's not. He's equally as bad, if not worse, on the road. So that's something to keep an eye on at this point here. Now, if you are looking at the lineup here for the Pittsburgh Pirates, they stoned me yesterday. I didn't get enough out of them. Uh, Castro hit a home run, which was nice, but wasn't enough to get me any money and some RBI props. Theoretically, on this season for the Pittsburgh Pirates, they haven't hit all that well against right-handed pitching. And quite frankly, it looks like it's just Reynolds, a switch hitter, and Suwinski, a left-handed batter, that have done damage against right-handed pitching for that lineup. Everybody else has really struggled in both weighted on base percentage and also in ISO power numbers. Now, Colorado, I'm just really not interested in their side of it. So it's interesting to see which way you might want to go if you were looking in that game. It seems like the better team is the Pirates. It seems like they can hit the pitcher, 
But at the same time, when I look at it, I'm not in love with that lineup. Because you got to give me at least five to six guys on the plus end that can really do some damage and get after it. Toronto and Philadelphia today. We talked about a little bit here, matching up these pitchers. Both pitchers underwhelming here in 2023, but the worst of it seems like it is Alec Manoa, to be honest. 5.88 XFIP on the season, bad K rate, high walk rate, usually gets you in trouble. Now, he's been decent, talking about Manoa, right-handed pitcher against right-handed batters this season. 316 weighted on base percentage and a 136 ISO power number. To right-handed batters, excuse me, to left-handed batters, though, his ISO is good at a 150. But his weighted on base percentage is 368. So you look at pitchers that have done well on the early season. Bryce Harper's only had 14 at bats against right handed pitching. He's at a 364 ISO power number and a weighted on base percentage of 621. Schwarber, 183 ISO power number, slightly elevated there, and also a slightly elevated weighted on base percentage as a lefty here. Marsh also doing very well against right handed pitching. 230 ISO power number, weighted on base percentage, 403. So if you're looking for some of those RBI props today, Maybe it's Harper, Schwarber, and Marsh are those ways that you're looking. Aaron Nola in the Philadelphia Phillies. Nola has a high XFIP. We talked about that already. Not pitching great here in 2023. But he's not as bad as Manoa has been, particularly with his XFIP minus numbers. But he is going up against a very good lineup tonight against right-handed pitching in 2023. There's only one guy that's below a 322 weighted on base percentage in this entire lineup in the estimated starting lineup. It's actually George Springer, who's been bad out of the leadoff spot. But if you're looking at Pachette, Guerrero, Varsho, and Chapman, they've been really good. At ISO power number-wise also. Weighted on base percentage to end that lineup with Merrifield, Belt, uh, Kirk, and Kiermaier. Also very good. But here's the crux of the argument where, if you're saying to yourself, I do think that the Toronto Blue Jays can score runs against the Philadelphia Phillies. Nola's been great against right-handed batters. You see all the righties in that lineup, right? Springer, Bichette, Guerrero, Chapman, Merrifield, Kirk. That only leaves a select few lefties, which is Varsho, Belt, and Kiermaier. Those are the guys that you're expected that you need to actually do damage with here. And as we talk about pitching and who we try to fade, let's pour one out here for the Reds and Luis Sessa. He was terrible. He won us a lot of money. Sad to see him go. Hopefully he resurfaces a little bit later in the season. But if we're looking at the totality of Toronto and Philadelphia, other than a small ballpark, I'm not necessarily in love with this game, even though Manoa technically should get hit. But there's not a ton of left-handed bats in that Philadelphia Phillies lineup. Same thing with Aaron Nola, struggling with left-handed batters. Not a lot of lefties in that Toronto lineup today. Now, the one game I did want to look at also, which may be now up for grabs, because we don't know. I'll probably see if we're getting this information from Max Scherzer and the Mets. He's, he's not going to be starting tonight. So it's hard to take a look at that game and see how that matches up from a Cincinnati batter's perspective. But we can take a look at the New York Mets here. Weaver has been really bad this year. 413 weighted on base percentage of righties, 424. Excuse me, 413 to lefties, 424 to righties. Ridiculous. ISO power numbers off the charts here. So the Mets should be able to hit in that small ballpark tonight, both lefty and righty batters alike. Now, Nimmo's got a 379 weighted on base percentage. Awesome. McNeil, 356. Batty, 343. Vogelbach, 394. The rest of the guys really need to step up, which includes Francisco Lindor at a 307 weighted on base percentage against righties, and also Pete Alonso only at a 320. Got to get those guys to get after today. But that pitching staff for the Cincinnati Reds should be able to give up runs today. There's no question in my mind that that should happen here. Let's take a look and go to the Midwest. And that's the Chicago White Sox and the Kansas City Royals. I brought up that I like some sides here. And even though I do think and know that the Chicago White Sox stink, I don't think they stink as bad as Jordan Lyles, excuse me, Jordan Lyles does on the mound. The Kansas City Royals right-handed pitcher. Minus 154 price for the White Sox, who stink out loud. And yes, the Kansas City Royals are bad. But they're starting to hit a little bit at this point. The total listed at 9. But again, Lyles is the worst pitcher on the card today. Everybody is smashing him. ISO power numbers off the charts to both lefties and righties here. So you figure Anderson, Benintendi, Vaughn, Robert Sheets, Alberto, Grandal, Andrew, Zavala expected in that starting lineup. They should do damage. But do you trust them? Is this one of those games where you just take a look at the pitcher and say, he's so bad, a Major League Baseball player at the plate is just supposed to do damage against him? Sometimes it feels like it's that easy, to be honest. But I don't know. 
ISO power numbers, four guys are above. Vaughn, Robert, Sheets, and Alberto. Three, four, five, and six in the lineup. Everybody else is pretty bad. And you're just hoping to get some good luck. But sometimes when you do take a look and say to yourself, this pitcher is so bad that it doesn't make sense, and who cares who's at the plate? Now take a look at Giolito. High XFIP on the season at 4.98, but he actually has decent splits. Weighted on base percentage of lefties, a 262 to righties, a 317. So I trust Giolito much more than I do Lyles. and maybe sort of a toss-up here between these two lineups to start the season. So nobody really wants to lay that much juice, particularly on a bad baseball team. But I think it do. I think it is, I should say, warranted to go in that direction for the Chicago White Sox. Dodgers, Brewers, Syndergaard's on the mound. He's been bad. So is Lauer. But also a little bit later. Like, I always talk about taking totals and fading pitchers, right? Because that's where my eye really lies. But there's a game today that probably should go under. And that's the Houston Astros and the Los Angeles Angels. That number seven and a half. It is low. But these two pitchers can really get after it. Shohei Otani's got a 3.73 exit, which is very good. A K rate close to 40%, which is off the charts. He has shown the ability where he can get knocked around a little bit, but I don't think this lineup can do it for Houston tonight. Against right-handed pitching in 2023, I only have three guys in that lineup. Bregman, Alvarez, and Tucker above average with weighted on base percentage against right-handed pitchers. And that's any right-handed pitcher. That's not any league-adjusted Otani numbers coming at you where that's what you expect. They've been bad against everybody. So if Shohei Otani, one of the best, they probably struggle even more. But take a look at Framber Valdez on the opposite side. Extremely low XFIP. At a 2.85, K rate very good, walk rate very good. Ground ball percentage for Valdez, 65%. That is elite. But also, Framber Valdez really struggles against left-handed batters. 422 weighted on base percentage, ISO of 280. He's a left-handed pitcher. Anticipated starting lineup tonight for the Angels? Doesn't have a single left-handed batter do, it looks like. Which means you're going right into the teeth of what Val does, does well. And also, Tani, not too many holes in his game there. We might be looking at a lot of Ks tonight because that Houston lineup Ks a lot. But the under is probably the best move there as opposed to even laying a minus 140 price with the Angels. The Astros are actually under 500 this year. Can you believe that? One more segment to go. Keep it right here on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We've all got old stuff that we should toss, but an old 401k? Make sure it keeps working for you. A Fidelity Rollover IRA has no account fees or minimums to open. An easy-to-follow rollover process makes it simple to get started in under 15 minutes. Plus, you'll have access to a rollover specialist. Whether you've switched jobs or are just organizing your finances, learn more at fidelity.com slash rollover. Consider all your options and the applicable fees and features of each before moving your retirement assets. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Final segment of the day here for Tuesday edition of Moneyline. A lot of fun to be had here. A lot of handicapping done today. How about that, people? We got work done today. And hopefully we can see the fruits of our labor a little bit later tonight. By the way, basketball odds boost today at the FanDuel Sportsbook, which I didn't take any yesterday. Michelle Beadle boost. Devin Booker and Nikola Jokic to combined for 60 points and 16 assists. 
that's boosted from a plus 100 to a plus 150. I think that's a solid one here because you can see Nikola Jokic and Devin Booker hovering around 30 points apiece. And, of course, we know that the de facto point guard now of the Phoenix Suns is Devin Booker. And also the offense runs through Nikola Jokic here for the Denver Nuggets. So an interesting one there. But two NBA games on the docket tonight. And if we were looking at gambling for gambling purposes, right, I do have my same game parlay. Brown to make two three-point shots. Tatum to go for 25 or more. Brogdon to go for 10 or more points. And the Celtics to win, that's a plus 159 price. I'll be digging at to, in that tonight. JP, let the people know where you're going out there tonight. Yep, we're going to go with the uh, Jokic points over at 30 and a half. There you go. Jokic over. I'm going to make up my mind here on my Major League Baseball card a little bit later this afternoon. So if you're following along, you want to be up to date, just follow me on Twitter, at RightSideVP. If I got action there, you know I'm screenshotting it here. Seething, too, because the last two days haven't really produced the profit that I wanted in Major League Baseball. So hopefully that changes. But a big game tonight for the Philadelphia 76ers and the Boston Celtics. That line currently 7.5 points as a favorite to the Celtics in a total. Listed at 213. The opposite side, the doubleheader tonight, the Phoenix Suns and the Denver Nuggets. That line now sits at six at most outlets and a 227. So we'll get some baseball in tonight. We get some NBA action. The Stanley Cup also with a doubleheader tonight. And yes, if we take a look at tomorrow, the Golden State Warriors and the Los Angeles Lakers will be able to hype that game up. Some seven and a halves showing on the board there for the Golden State Warriors tomorrow night. Looking to blow out the Lakers? Say it ain't so as they try to stave off elimination. But as I said, fun show had by all here on Moneyline. Thank you to everybody listening out there. I'm going to be back tomorrow on another solo mission right here on the Sports Grid Network. Kevin will be back on Thursday as usual. For Donnie Wrightside and JP behind the wheels of steel, we'll see you tomorrow. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Don't just ride the index. Seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at Fidelity.com slash Active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While Active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, essential plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.